I broke everything. I'm a vampire. Kill me. Kill me. I was a little drunk. Plus, I was horny. Am I getting through to you? Over! Hello listeners, and welcome back to a very special episode of Vampire's Piss, the number one podcast on the 1990... 89? 88? Uh, well, uh, oh, yeah. Hi, hi, Matt. <laughs> hi. Yeah, classic, ni- late 80s classic, Vampire's Kiss. I am Mateo, and I'm with my lovely co-host, Cassidy Easton. What's up? Uh, hi. It's good to see you again. I wasn't, I wasn't expecting you to be back so soon. Uh, hello? Yeah. Sorry, the place is a mess. I've, uh... I've been going kind of wild. Oh, that's um, fine. Me, if you'd believe it, me too, buddy. Me too. <laughs> going a little crazy. <laughs> I've been, I've been saying every, I've been telling everyone you've been on vacation, but that's just because I didn't know where you were. Oh what, what, yeah. What have you been up to in these past couple watches? Yeah, well, I, you know, like before I came on, I was listening to the episodes you recorded without me, and I was like, oh, that's a, that's a quaint way of describing it. Um, I was in the psych ward, actually. <laughs> oh man, uh, well, I'm glad you're out. That's a good yeah, sign that me you're too. out. Yeah, I mean, I feel like I may have fibbed how good I was to get out earlier, but. <laughs> Okay. Well, uh, for the purposes of any professionals listening, this is this is a parody. Yeah, you can't take me back, motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) I did leave with the intention of like I would really prefer not to go back here, but it was a it it was an interesting experience for sure. Uh, Everyone I've known who's been there has said about the same thing. Yeah, I think it could be much worse. Like, I most of the people mm-hmm. that I was with were pretty docile. Um, yeah, there there was Eric who um, would pace around, and he would sometimes talk about cutting off everyone's hands. But even he oh. was not much of a problem. Yeah, so you know stuff. Huh. But there there was there was other curious characters there that I'll get into. But uh, sure. I yeah. I had a friend who like went twice while while they were in high school while I knew them and yeah. they they the first time they went you know it was bad obviously they didn't they didn't have a good time yeah. but they they were talking about the second time they went they were like you know it was kind of like going back to like elementary school and you just know everybody there and you're like what's up bitches I know everyone here I know what this is all about, and they like kind of had fun with it. I mean, mm. to the extent you can uh, yeah. <laughs> when you're in the psych ward, of course. But yeah, contrary to popular belief, it's not the most banging environment. Not the most I... like fun. <laughs> no, I can't imagine it is at all. Yeah, Uh it was. I mean, honestly, it was more boring than like uh, terrible for me. Like. Mm-hmm. I don't know, just like inherently like it's a it's an environment that's meant to stabilize you and so like nothing really changes like food same time every day uh mm-hmm. but, oh, it was terrible it was like 
8 a.m. sharp breakfast, uh, 11.30 lunch, and then 4.30 p.m. dinner. And there was just nothing to do after 5, basically. There was, like, no more groups or anything. So we just, like, watched Law & Order SVU and random, like, we only had, like, it was DirecTV, so we had, like, 13 Uh channels. Uh, Bro. Yeah, we watched a lot of SVU. We watched, like, random, like, cable documentaries on the Monica Lewinsky scandal and Jeffrey Dahmer, <laughs> which is funny. <laughs> 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 and then one of the doctors came by and he was like, oh, Jeffrey Dahmer documentary in the psych ward. And we were like, hell yeah, hmm. brother. <laughs> <laughs> what an interesting choice of programming. <laughs> yeah, I mean... And, you know, I, he, in the trial, he was found to not be insane, so he wasn't one of us, you know what I mean? He was just fucked yeah, up. Yeah, that's so. true. Yeah. I, 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 I mean, I have to ask. Yeah. They didn't have vampires kissing there, did they? Not even, like, on a shelf of DVDs or VHSs? Shelf of DVDs. Uh, you know, unfortunately, it did not. Uh, I would have loved to say that that's how I, how I completed my watch, but... <laughs> There was not that. I did catch a bit of the last episode of the interview with the vampire show that's been running that everyone says is very Ooh, good. It is very it lo- good. It looked very good from the bits that I was watching. and I, f- I think you would love it. I think you would love it so much. I absolutely would. I, I have my copy of the book that I've yet to finish reading mm-hmm. because... It was, yeah, it was four bucks, like, at the 99-cent store, and it was put with the the kids' Mm. books, and I looked on the back, and it literally reads, unrelentingly erotic, sometimes beautiful, (laughs) unforgettable, and I was like, I need to take this away from the children. (laughs) Yeah, we can't let kids see this. No, we can't, you know. (laughs) They'll want to be gay vampires too soon. Yeah, they can be gay vampires Not... once they've reached puberty. Yeah, well, I mean, they're just... I'm sure there's, like, age-appropriate gay vampire books. I don't think... Yeah, I mean, is... honestly, Adventure Time. The, there's that, that there's an age-appropriate gay vampire right there. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Anyway, I'm... I'm well, I, I'm glad you're out, and I'm glad it wasn't oh, too bad from the sounds yeah. of it. Yeah. Um, uh, do you want to talk about your watch? How was your watch? Um, my watch was fine. Pretty standard. Uh, if uh-huh. it felt a little bit like coming back home, you know, nice. to, to the good old V, uh, VK, but mm-hmm. I was going to say VP, but that's us. That's I mean, us. it's, yeah, we, we're also coming back to that, but <laughs> I don't know. Pretty pretty normal watch. Honestly, nothing mm. jumped out at me like more than the other however many times we've watched this. I guess I'm a little behind now from you. Uh, yeah. I was curious about like how are you going to make this up? Are you gonna pull like a marathon watch where you watch it like three, four, four times? How long have you been gone? Uh I was gone it must be... since like november 4th so recording it on the 28th i believe is today yeah which coincidentally our 28th watch or at least mine wow this is our our 28th episode i should say 
it's fave. The number 28, kind of big. Pretty big. <laughs> pretty big deal. A good milestone. More than um, halfway there. Oh, yeah. No, For it's... it's what, listen, I... I, but that well, that is what I wanted to ask you is like, do you have like a plan to to like, are you going to like watch it twice every every week? Are you going to like until you have caught up or are you going to like just watch it all at once in one big watch? You know, I'll be honest, when I was in the psych ward and as I've been like trying to piece my life together the the uh-huh. numbers of watches that I've missed and how I was going to reconcile that <laughs> has not been the top priority. I mean, you know what? Fair and and you know, I cannot begrudge begrudge you that. That is extremely fair. No, it's not. As my co-host, you should hold me accountable. Absolutely, <laughs> it's not fair that you've suffered more than I have. I I'll, I'll be real. It it has been minimal suffering on on these watches. I think. Mm-hmm. I think the worst one was the Halloween watch I did, which was stupid and horrible, and I, mm-hmm. it was just a bad idea. <laughs> Why was that? Uh, I watched it, I watched it while playing Halloween fart and scream sound compilations over the actual sound, mm-hmm. which was a mistake, because yeah. the sound in this movie is good, or at least the music yes, is. Yes, fantastic. And so I took away a, a good part of the movie and replaced it with something that was bad. Yeah. So it was it was rough. It still wasn't worse than Morbius, though. That was mm, yeah. probably the worst. Of course. I mean, I think, like, that will definitely be the worst watch of, like, all of this. Because, you know, this is at least a good movie. That's true. I will, I will stick by that, that it is a yeah. good movie. Yeah. I still enjoy this movie, despite Absolutely. everything. Despite mm. having seen it twenty eight times, yeah, I uh, you know, yeah, yeah, go ahead. I was just gonna say, like, you know, in in me being in a psych ward, you know, like, I think you'd be surprised as to think that like mental illness was definitely on the mind, and mm. this is absolutely, uh, you know, a movie about like a very mentally ill man, and if I'm being honest, he really reminded me of this one person that I met in the psych ward. Oh, yeah. Do go on. Well, he was a man. His name was, and you'd be be shocked to hear this. His name was, for the purposes of uh, (laughs) this podcast, his name was Uh Peter Lewinsky. We watched the Monica Lewinsky uh, (laughs) thing, too. Uh, (laughs) And got impeached for a blowjob. Amazing. Uh, (laughs) He was unrelated to Bill Clinton, I believe. But yeah. anyway, like on the first day that we were there, I was we were watching Pretty Woman on the TV and there was this older guy and he was sure. talking to me and he was like, oh, it's a classic, though. I don't like it personally. And like, I was like, oh, why not? But, but he didn't really explain. And like, instead of, you know, letting me watch it, he kind of just started explaining everything that happens in Pretty Woman as I was trying to watch uh-huh. the movie. And I was like, oh, no. And I realized that this man, like he was a bit of an energy vampire and he would kind of hold Uh-oh. you for like at least an hour at a time, like jumping randomly and back and forth between, uh, just various topics that seemed completely unrelated. And they would always go to Bruce Lee incest and Nikola hmm. Tesla. Hmm. 
Mm. You know, which was curious. But he bore many striking, like, you know, resemblances to Peter Lowell. That's deeply concerning. It is. It really is. Like, for example, you know, like, and and I feel a little bit guilty, but, like, he would get, he would occasionally get triggered by some stuff, and, like, he would go back to his room, and, like, I felt kind of bad, because it's, like, I wanted to come for this guy, but also, like, it was so, like, mentally exhausting talking to him oftentimes that, like, when that would happen, like, he would go back, and I'd be able to continue reading my book, but we were watching Goodfellas, because that's another thing that they, they, like, allowed (laughs) us to watch anything, really, and I guess because it's like, it is because it's. I mean, granted, it's like we had so little choice about anything that we did in there that I think like mm-hmm. the TV is like, all right, well, we gotta let them watch Divorce Court if they want to, and that was a fun time. Sure, I liked man. it a little bit. Yeah, I liked it a little bit better than Maury, to be honest, because with Maury, he was just like. <laughs> He just used the lie detector test, and it's like, well, that's like, I want you to like be doing more elaborate research in this. Uh huh. But divorce court was solid. But oh yeah, but like, literally, like, there's people like on suicide watch in there, and like we were watching Shawshank Redemption, and there's like a shot of like a man hanging himself, and I was like, oh, dude. Okay, but we were watching Goodfellas. We watched Goodfellas three times because there was nothing else fucking on. And there was a part where Henry and his wife were, like, arguing. She, like, pulled the gun on him, and, like, uh-huh. Peter got triggered, and he was just, like, leaving. But as he was mumbling away, he was like, but I never really loved her. You know, she was just a high school kind. And I was like, whoa, Peter. Whoa. I can't believe you would say that. That's terrible, you know? And Holy like shit. We would have these group meetings and stuff, and he would always come in late, and he'd be like, my name is Peter Lewinsky, I'm sorry for being late, but I think that this whole, your whole operation, your whole profession is completely bogus, and it's like, Peter, we're trying to, we gotta, you can't keep derailing everything, it's crazy, Uh, like, and, yeah, I don't know where I'm going with this bit, I think I might abandon it now. Oh, okay, I was gonna say, (laughs) you're bringing, (laughs) you're bringing evidence to Peter having survived the movie and be in real life. Yeah, I mean, he, that, that's where he would be, you know? Yeah, I mean, hopefully, hopefully he would be there, uh, Mm -hmm. getting help. Mm -hmm. He he drew a lot, you know? Yeah. Uh, He told me about the Green Hornet, Bruce Lee, you know? That movie. Uh, Did you ever watch that movie? The one with Seth Rogen? No, I didn't. Was. Uh, what's his name from Harold and Kumar in it? No. Wait, now I don't remember. I don't remember who played um, the. Asian guy. The, yeah, I don't remember who. Pl- I don't remember any of the names from this movie. Yeah. I, I just remember that Seth Rogen is the like the rich oh, guy the, oh yes kato kato is Kato's. the character's name and yes. he's played by someone named jay chow okay my mistake then misremembering yeah. but yes peter Lewinsky told me a lot about kato there was a lot of talk huh. about kato over and over again i mean it seems like he had a fixation on people with the name lee I guess so. He was—he was just like a big television fan. He was telling me about the Cowboys and hey, all the I mean, cars and stuff. 
But his bad take was is that he did not like the Adam West Batman uh, television <gasps> show, which is an objectively wrong opinion, though he did what like the Eartha Kitt because he was a dirty old man. But... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I, well, I wish him the best in the hope that he, getting, uh, you know... I hope he gets the help he needs. That's that's the main takeaway. Like, I, everyone in there, I hope they all got the help they need or get the absolutely. help they need one of these yeah. days. Yeah, and like... Honestly, like, the majority of them, like, very nice people. Like, shout out Paige, Mm -hmm. who, but yeah, shout out her and Sabina and Betty and Jacob and uh, Ramos, even though, like, he said some, like, strange, like, heterosexual things that rubbed me the Mm -hmm. wrong way, but he was one of the saner ones, so, like, I would talk to him. We played ping pong. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. You know... You saying all this reminds me that my friend didn't say it was like returning to kindergarten. They said it was like returning to summer camp is what they said. Mm. That's the I thought actual... I was I thought I was yeah. definitely in kindergarten oftentimes during groups as like things would get derailed by different people and like mm. I don't know. It felt like a bit of a zoo a lot of the time. Mm. Yeah. And the food is oh. so bad. Uh-huh. Was very, I, the food was bad. Oh, uh, well, I, at least now you're back out into the, the beautiful jungle of New York City. Yeah. Uh, interacting with the, the public and eating good food. Yeah, absolutely. I've been having a lot of, uh, I've been having a lot of dreams about being in New York City and then being upset that I'm not living there. Mm. I don't know if that means anything. I don't think it does. <laughs> I think the city is is calling you like a siren, you know. Like, it is, but like a siren, it's dangerous and like you can't always be trusted mm-hmm. to come back to it, you know. No, God, I, yeah. I. The, luckily, I'm too poor to to be over there. Yeah. So, it's, is uh, California much cheaper? No, I meant just like poor, too poor to like fly over there to right. visit, you know. Yeah. Uh I think I think I could probably maintain the same sort of quality of living just in a much smaller apartment with maybe a little bit more people in it. Yeah. Than I do now. Right. But yeah. Um We should, let's uh let's return Oh god, Jesus. I mm-hmm. dropping the lighter I'm fidgeting with. Uh let's return to uh Vampire's Kiss for a moment. Okay. Um, I have one thing before. Uh, oh we yes, leave the yes. Uh, sure. As I was going crazy and there was very little music besides these shitty headphones that recorded to the ra- that connected to the radio and had like mm-hmm. only like three stations on it. I was like just pacing around like the courtyard, just like to myself, going like and i was like god i guess i do belong in here like fuck (laughs) you know did you know that 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 melody cost robert bierman ten thousand dollars yeah i was reading the article you sent me it was stravakinsky's petruska something like that something like that it was whatever it was it wasn't out of copyright yet so they owed That's... that estate ten thousand dollars because fucking nick cage hummed it <laughs> that's a total bummer man uh it's unfortunate it's a, 
it's a funny production this one uh, oh yeah absolutely it's like some real goober shit shouts out once again this is i think the last time i'll do it but shouts out once again to stina for sending us this article it, yeah it's yes. a real treat it's, it's very a real eye-opening. treat of reading like for example for real. like it it means that we could potentially get the writer on the podcast as yeah i mean i really i really do think that we have like pretty positive things to say about it overall yeah like i think that i yeah i don't know like the most critical i think that we have is the blanks you know i think that's like the only thing that i would <laughs> conceive is like a fatal flaw of the story <laughs> yeah i <laughs> i think uh yeah it's I, I can't remember any of the the, sh- the shit I had to say about the writing of this movie, mostly because this watch was very strange for me. I watched it in a very odd way. Mm-hmm. How so? Um, well, I watched it as soon as I returned home from work, so I was very tired because it is the holiday season and yeah. everyone's trying to ship shit. It's Cyber Monday. Yeah. Pe- the next few weeks, people are going to be returning their Cyber Monday garbage that they got for half off or whatever. Um, so yeah, I, should I be doing return. That. Sorry about that. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but I, I like returned home. I was very tired. I was like, okay, how am I gonna watch this goddamn movie? Am I gonna watch it at my computer? No, I don't feel like doing that. Is it on Tubi? Well, I actually found out. Big news. It's back, baby. It's, it's back, back on Tubi. Tubi, Tubi got it back. Tubi. So. I'll let I'll let the I'm not gonna edit their name out of this episode for now. Mm-hmm. Shouts out again to Tubi. You're back yeah, on our good move. side. Yeah. Yeah. Um but I didn't know that until like after I watched it today. So I like laid down on the couch. I was like, I'm too lazy to even pull up my laptop. I'm too lazy to plug it into the projector. I'm just gonna watch it on my phone. And so I pulled it up. David Lynch would Google be so Dr- disappointed in you. He's going to be even more disappointed because I pulled it up on my phone, on my Google Drive, and I was like, okay, I, my phone, I like, I like, don't let it like tilt. So I was like, I full screened it thinking that it would adjust and tilt it for me. But then it, the way it adjusted is it just zoomed into the middle of the screen. <laughs> so the sides of the, every shot were just gone and i'm gonna post some screenshots of this um because the way my phone is like the front camera is in the top right corner and like the screen goes all the way to the edge so the camera's in the middle of the screen so the movie was entirely on every single inch of my phone and it was very crazy to watch it that way Uh, it was like it was like they just got rid of the other two thirds and the rule of thirds. It was just the rule of third. And it was the middle third. <laughs> it, I just and so I just took screenshots as my notes for this watch. That's wonderful. Um, so that was my watch, and uh, I didn't label which of these images was my standout, but I'm gonna I'm gonna peruse them while you. Uh, uh, while you uh, bring up any 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 points or standouts or vampire uh, observations you made during the movie. Okay. Oh, also, for whatever reason, doing this, 
made the quality so so low it there's just no pixels they're all that's it, it's so awesome. grainy i'm i'm very happy Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> wonderful I mean, um, you don't need a high quality picture of that to know what that is. That's a, it's it's of course the the, the mimes and the, the mimes. you don't say face. Yeah, for the people at home wondering what we're doing. Yeah, I I did not realize that it was back on Tubi. I would have. Well, I probably still would have watched it on Criterion Channel, but it's on Criterion Channel right oh, now. Oh shit! Yeah, Criterion I, has, like, a very good selection of vampire movies under a vampire movies compilation, which I recommend yeah. going through. It's got OG Dracula and the Spanish uh, production of <sighs> OG Dracula, which I haven't watched yet, but I hear Ooh. very good things about. And I'm pretty sure that it's on the exact same set as OG Dracula, which is interesting. Interesting. Yeah, very huh. interesting. But, you know, it's kind of frustrating, though, because that shows that Criterion knows about this movie, and yet they've not added it to the collection. And, like, Ugh, I want all I the know. spicy extras. I want access to the commentaries. I want mm-hmm. a poster. I want to be commissioned, us two, to write the, the preface essay that all those Dude. things come with. That would be so good. If we co-wrote the preface essay. Absolutely. I I think I would be so legitimately honored. Mm-hmm. I think a misunderstood masterpiece would be the, the, how we would begin it. <laughs> yeah, there actually um, is a, a director's or not a director, but like a commentary with Nicolas Cage on it that I was not aware of, but I will yeah. at some point listen to before this podcast is over. I I um I have a copy of the movie. Um, okay. And it uh, it does have like a commentary with uh, Robert Bierman and Nick Cage. Uh, I I don't know if it's a commentary, but I think it is. I think it's a interview. Hang on, let me grab it. An interview with the vampire. An interview with vampire. Oh my gosh! Now Anne Rice is gonna sue. Okay. Oh no no. Well, I think she's dead. So oh, I don't think really? she's gonna do it. Are you sure? <laughs> I'm like ninety nine percent sure this year? she's dead. I think she uh maybe. It, it was, was it might have been sh- this or last year. That explains like why there's sh- Yeah, it was shortly yeah. before the show came out, I think. Or yeah. started filming. I think there's another uh AMC uh, uh Anne Rice uh, adaptation show going on soon, so mm. maybe that's why those are coming out now. But also, I think she sued uh, fan fiction writers uh, for using her characters, and she was very what? not cool with it. Yeah, you could look that up. Uh, huh. I do remember seeing a post when the show came out, and the first episode is basically just, like, showing you gay penetration. Mm. Um, Tasty. And, and, yeah, uh, spoilers, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, like... The first episode came out, and someone made like a post where it was like, "Damn, they must they must have waited all of like twenty four hours before they wrote this into the script because Anne Rice died like while this was in production, um, to like add this shit into it. Um, also, I'm sure Anne Rice would have wanted us to see the poll. 
I agree. Um, the this copy of Vampire's Kiss I have it does have a director's commentary with Nicolas Cage and Robert Bierman. Um, it has a photo gallery, the original theater trailer. It has English, French, and Spanish subtitles. I was really, really hoping it would be a dub. Mm-hmm. We got to just pay someone to make a dub. I guess so. Yeah. Just a single person, like, doing all the voices. Yes. I See, I think that would be awesome. Mm-hmm. Let's just hire Amanda to, like, just dub everything in Spanish. Oh, my God. Yeah. And then we can hire Christina to dub it all in Serbian. Yeah, and then we'll just make a million dollars off of this movie. Yes. This is how we make money off this podcast. Mm-hmm. It's a pirate's life for me. Yo-ho-ho, me. <laughs> Yar. Um, there's also a, a mini poster in here that I need to frame and put on my wall. Mm, um, awesome. Yeah. Any any whomst. Oh God. I I need to stop playing around with this lighter. I keep fucking dropping it. All right. Yeah, you're gonna um, light the whole place on fire. <laughs> that would. Yeah, that sounds like something I'd do. Um. Yeah. Uh, anyways. Uh. I. <laughs> I, I've discovered something that I, I thought one of one of the things that stood out to me this watch. Um, in the in the rule of third watch, there's it's kind of it, it really illustrates how important the other two thirds are to the frame because there are countless scenes where two characters would be talking to each other, but the but the frame would be uh, focused on the nothing between them. So, like, for instance, in the scene where Dr. Glazer is talking to Peter Lowe in her office, uh, all I saw were Peter's hands and, like, oh. Dr. Glazer's thumb. Yeah. So this is kind of a fun exercise in the importance of the rule of thirds. I agree. I think you should definitely not get rid of most of the screen when watching something. Yeah. But I will say, they do pretty reliably end up putting Peter Lowe in the middle of the frame like of course he's a star he's there all the Mm -hmm. time yeah an iconic scene cassidy showing the one from yeah fuck you too sister (laughs) i love that you uh, we're probably the only two people who if i have shown like a just a, a frame from uh this movie could identify it can you identify can you identify this one this uh, i see i want to make yeah i see dr glazer and like someone who i know is definitely not emilio (laughs) absolutely would not make any sense that that would be him under any circumstances (laughs) every time i was i was listening to of course like i listened to all the episodes before i came back from when Uh i was gone and every single time i anticipated you asking that and like every single time i was just like uh, they better not. You know, <laughs> it's. I got more duds, I think, than I did agreeances. I think some people agreed, but a lot of people asked me why is this important, and I, I frankly didn't know how to answer them. Yeah, that's the bigger question. <laughs> yeah, like people. A lot of people asked me, this, like, so how does this change the movie?" And I'm like, "It, uh, it does. It, I don't know. It's it, look. You look at him. Uh, yeah." Um, 
So, you know, I'm, I'm still I feel still like clutching. the only way you could change the movie is if they added a weird subplot in which Dr. Glazer broke uh, patient therapist confidentiality and tipped him off. And maybe that would have made him, like, intervene oh. sooner or something. Oh, like she fucking told Emilio where he lives? I guess so, yeah. Oh, shit. I think she's, like, not that kind of therapist, though. I think she no, has, she, like... She's, she's a moral lady. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You see how high up in a skyscraper her office is? Like, she's she didn't get there from, like, cutting yeah. corners and, you know, doing she's a, do. She's, a, she's at least halfway up yeah. the skyscraper, I mean. Absolutely. She definitely, she just didn't, like, let it loose, like, all her, her patient's business and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Though she does seem to have romantic encounters with her definitely Emilio partners uh, mm-hmm. in her office or near her office. Because in that scene, you can definitely see the spiral staircase from, like, the therapy scenes behind her. Yeah. yeah. So either guess... her office is in her home or mm-hmm. she's getting freaky in the office. I mean, as is her right, you know. That you know, I, yeah. Who could be great? I mean, it looked like he was, like, taking a shower, like, right after, and I would assume that you don't mm-hmm. have a shower in your office. I mean, like, a lot of doctors, like, have their home attached to their office anyway. Mm-hmm. Like, they're in, like, an upstairs. They're just, like... Like, I remember my dentist, like, her house was, like, half her office and then, like, in a separate sectioned off yeah. part of her actual home. I also had a lot of dentists whose, like, offices were just downstairs. I never really thought about that. Dentists huh. just don't like to walk to work. I mean, neither do or I. Drive so I, I get it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Uh, did you did you have any other standouts or any final thoughts about the watch? Um, honestly, the only, like, major note that I wrote was the shot where Rachel bites him, and he's like, okay, okay. It, I think it, like, awkwardly pauses, like, for just, like, a little bit too long. Mm-hmm. It's such an interesting response to being chowed down on by a vampire. It's, like, it's kind of, like, visceral and realistic because it's like almost as if someone is like wrestling with him and they're being too rough and he's like okay okay stop please Mm -hmm. yeah but it's not like he's dying or fighting for his life he's like he's like kind of just like trying to trying to like tap out yeah i mean it's like you made your point you know yeah he's like okay i get it you're a vampire please stop now Um, You're being a little extra as a vampire right now. It, what, it's like he doesn't know any vampires. They're all extra. Yeah. A big fan. <laughs> that, it's just funny because like, that scene is like so unsexily shot, you know, and it's just yeah. like... <laughs> even even before she's like biting him and like feeding on him and they're like supposedly having sex, like it's still just like awkward. It's so awkward, which maybe had to do with the fact that he was upset that his girlfriend wasn't playing Rachel and instead it was Jennifer Beals. Yeah, I oh poor him, you know, that's such like a uh, such a terrible oh it's so terrible that you got Jessica Beals like biting your neck or whatever. Uh did I say Jennifer Beals? Whoops. Jennifer <laughs> I don't know who Wait. that is. 
Wait, is it? Wait. I think it's Jessica Biel. I think you're right. It's Jessica Biel's. Dude, we should throw this. Could... <laughs> okay, hang on. I'm sorry. Jessica, uh, give me one second, please. <laughs> I gotta open the letterbox. Oh, this is so embarrassing. Uh, we're both losing it. We are. Like, if there's like another, I don't know. Like, I keep saying we're in the number one pod, but if like another one opened up, I might be sweating a little bit. It is Jennifer Beals. <laughs> Wait, but what did you say? I said Jessica. Ah, uh, okay. I unless I'm, all, I'm wrong, I'm you guys could listen back to that. Yeah, you know, I don't even remember what who said the wrong one and who said the right one. We're, yeah, I'm so tired. I, I, yeah, me too. I, <laughs> <laughs> the fatigue is so. It's just here, man. Like, uh, yeah, it's okay. I think. I, I think when the new year barges its way into our life, I think uh, we'll 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 get we'll get back on our in our stride. Oh, I have yeah, some absolutely. atoning to do. I think. Oh yeah, are you gonna go to confession? Uh no, but I have some atoning to do with the podcast. I've I more than once I've watched this on two times speed, so I think I have to atone for that when the new year mm-hmm. comes around. Oh man, I've done that plenty of times. <laughs> Dude, like same. I like I've done it a lot and I haven't remarked on it and I'm like, I you know, I need to atone for this. I, I have two watches in mind, my atonement watches. One of them is mm-hmm. definitely gonna be the six hour one. Yeah. And then the other one, I, because I have, I've not only watched it on two times speed, but there have been like one or two times where I've had to just cut off, cut it off at the, the therapy scene. Like yeah. the last one, I've like stopped right. watching. I'm confessing now. I guess I'm in confession at the moment. Yeah. Yeah. I'm your priest. Um, yeah. Father, I have sinned, etc. I didn't. I didn't. Wasn't raised religious. I don't know the words. Um, so bless me, Father. I've sinned. It's been such and such since my last confession. And then you just yes. bear your whole asshole in front of me and tell me all your dirty little secrets. So here's my asshole. I like. I think on the when I watched it on the plane, and then like w- uh, one time when I when it was buffering too long, and I just played watched it for exactly as much time as the movie length was i like ended up cutting out the therapy scene both times uh and just not watching the rest of the movie and calling it a watch so to atone for that i'm going to in premiere cut out the therapy scene and then copy and paste it as many times as the length (laughs) of the movie and watch that so it's 108 Mm -hmm. minutes so I think you should send it to me and then I'll like intersplice <laughs> it like randomly so you don't know when it's gonna come up. Oh, just okay. <laughs> I like that. Wait, so send you the movie and then have you just cut in the therapy scene at random points in the movie? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> are you gonna cut out the part of the movie that is replacing the with the therapy scene or are you just gonna like inflate the duration of the movie by just putting the therapy scene randomly in there i just have to watch the whole thing and then continue with where i was at you'll see okay i you know what i like that better i like that better than the self-made punishment i like what you're doing yeah yeah <laughs> so it's transformative you know like hopefully we'll have a few cuts to show uh mr joseph minion when he's on the pod uh, we have several i think already 
I think we've got several different versions of it at this point, but there are gonna be more. I can feel it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think I think more often it wasn't that I was like, I, I definitely did double speed the whole thing at least twice. But like a lot mm-hmm. of the times is I try to watch it like as close to before recording session as I can. Mm-hmm. And just like yeah. sometimes from like how interruptions are like, I got to yeah. like switch it to two times speed, like maybe like towards the end or halfway through. That's you know what? That's acceptable because you're at least trying to watch it beforehand. I think like I've had three or four of these where I've had to watch it late at night and I was just like I'm so tired I want to go to bed and then I watch it on two time speed so I don't have to stay up for an additional hour and 40 minutes that's and super I, fair I was falling asleep during this watch honestly me too <laughs> I, I was laying on my couch and watching it and starting the knot off so that's why I started taking screenshots of the movie to take notes so that it also would keep me engaged uh, oh God, we got to end this podcast right <laughs> now. Uh, <laughs> okay, we're. So, I'm so tired. Uh, do you have any <laughs> final? Fine. Do you have any final thing you want to add? Um, before we get into recommendations and uh, plugs and shit. Mm. No. Oh, fair I enough. Just, All right. Yeah, I just, I just think I I could have met him in a psych ward. You know, that's pretty it's much true. It. Yeah. It, the good ending to this movie is he gets he gets professional help. That would then, that would be wonderful. Yeah, and then you know maybe maybe some jail time for uh, assaulting <laughs> Alva. <laughs> yeah, perhaps. You, you can't excuse that. Um, yeah. So let's uh, let's get up into these recommendations, shall we? Um, sure. Do you have any, or do you want me to go first? Uh yeah, I got a couple. So right. um, a little while ago, I got uh, Jim Henson's biography by Brian J. Jones at like some Ooh. Marxisty lefty kind of bookstore in Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. And I have near exclusively read it in ERs and psych wards. So it was pretty mm-hmm. good. And nice. found a lot of cool stuff that I didn't know that Jim Henson did. And one of which was his, uh, I think it was for HBO, his like short-lived nine-episode uh, series, The Storyteller, in which like he brought uh. to life like a bunch of, like I don't think they were exclusively European, like, folklore stories but it's like that Mm -hmm. vibe and it has like yeah uh john hurts like the storyteller telling you spinning you the tale like leading you through with this dog that's played by uh brian henson who also voiced hoggle in uh labyrinth but nice nice i think all those episodes are on youtube uh i recommend i think they're a very fun romp uh i love like folk stories and all that and i think they do it justice Mm-hmm. And it's definitely more of, like, the kind of Dark Crystal Labyrinth type, like, creature monsters than Muppets, so they're, they're pretty Which gnarly. is so cool. Dark Crystal yeah. rules. Shadow recommendation Absolutely. right there. Yeah. The Dark Crystal Muppeteers and the, and the New York Muppeteers had beef, apparently. Oh my god, really? Yeah. They're always Why? fighting over Jim's yeah, approval and stuff, and, like, you know, 
Why do bad bitches gotta fight? I don't know. Like, I get puppety people. You know, they're they're very needy people. You know. <laughs> um. Well, that's that's a very that's a very good like collection of recommendations. That's that's really cool. Yeah. Um. Do you have more, or do you, do you want me to go now? No, you go. All right. Um. I actually don't I, watch the Boss Baby movie. Uh, I had to watch it in the cycle. <laughs> God, why do they keep it psychically attacking you guys with movies in there? That's yes. so... There was nothing else on. That's why. Uh, Television that's... is terrible. There's so many ads. There's so that's many so ads. fucked, dude. I'm so sorry. Um... It's okay. The Hess trucks now. You've heard that a lot. Shit. Oh, man. Oh, it's so... It was... I'm sorry to, like, to derail, but it's so terrible. No, it's okay. how, like... You know, everyone just wanted to listen to music, and we would only like get like have to share like a Bluetooth speaker like when they'd let us out mm-hmm. like once or twice a day. So yeah. like you'd be hearing commercials that had good songs in it, and you'd just be like kind of waiting for that to be like, oh yeah, cool. I'm happy I got to listen to twenty or ten seconds of September by Earth, Wind, and Fire. You know, <laughs> that was my little dopamine rush for the day. Oh man, <laughs> that's so grim. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pick up that grim vibe and I'm gonna run with it. Um, and I'm gonna recommend a grim movie. Uh, this movie recently came out. It's called, uh, it came out, quote unquote. It's, uh, it's like, it was in festival circuits. I think there are some places you can purchase it online. It is called Skinamarink. It is a hard to describe what it is it's a horror movie it's a like kind of shot and found footage type style it's a it's about it's like it's like about these kids who wake up in the middle of the night and their dad is gone and all the doors and windows in their house have also disappeared um and these two kids are trying to like survive these like supernatural things that are happening to them it's very cool it's very scary it's uh it's interestingly shot it's shot with like it's shot to look like it's on vhs and the all of the like they don't show any action in the movie like they don't show people doing anything you don't see any people's faces you don't see any like you hear like kids playing with Legos and you hear kids talking and you can see their feet walking around sometimes, but it's mostly static shots of like upward shots of like wall corners and like the couch and like close-ups of Legos and the TV. And it's it's very atmospheric, it's very scary. They build up a lot of tension very effectively. Um, highly recommend. Uh Skinamarink. It's, I... it's a, yeah, it's the first di- film of the director. The director's name is Kyle Edward Ball. It's his first feature film, and uh, he fucking knocked it out of the park. Highly recommend. Mm-hmm. I will definitely check that out. Got to support good first foots forward films. Yes, I uh, go. Yeah, indie films gotta support them. Absolutely. Um, yeah, uh, and let's do plugs. Uh, you know, follow us on Twitter, Game Real Pod. Yeah. 
I think is the the handle. Yeah. Uh, you got anything you want to plug, Matt? Uh, honestly, I haven't been like as on Twitter as I have been in the past. Like, you may follow me at a uh, sexy devil. Uh, that's does it start with an underscore? X. I'd like to say it's. I like to say it's lowercase x, uppercase x, uh, underscore s, three x, y, underscore d, three v, i, l, underscore uppercase x, lowercase x, I believe. That sounds right to me. Yeah. Um, you had missed a lot of drama on Twitter lately. It's It's kind of a shit show over there. Yeah, so, like, Elon Musk, yeah, Elon Musk bought Twitter and, like, everyone's saying it's over now or something Uh, it's a bunch of hoopla you know yeah it's i'm sure it's gonna survive it's yeah i I noticed not even worth getting into you're better for not knowing (laughs) i noticed that there was more (laughs) shitty sponsored tweets appearing on my feed and Mm -hmm. well it's because he's scaring away advertisers Yeah. yeah yeah He's scaring away advertisers. They don't want to be on this platform anymore because he, he just, he like fucking ruined verification, but then brought it back. It's a whole thing. Yeah, I there's think probably I gonna be read... some cool. There's gonna be some cool video essays about it. I bet. I'm sure. I think I read somewhere that like, I think it was Apple is no longer advertising on Twitter, which is like mm-hmm. a pretty big yep. deal. <laughs> yeah. It's because it's because anyone Elon, can fuck you. Yeah, fuck you, Elon. Suck our suck our dicks. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't let him. No, I mean either. Go. He doesn't seem like a generous lover. No, definitely not. Um, I hope he falls into a an emerald hole and dies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, no. I hope he gets. I hope he gets in a super truck and it explodes. <laughs> <laughs> that'd be cool and like he somehow had all his like assets and money like in that but it would just kind of like not be destroyed and just fall to everyone and everyone can just grab yeah. it in the streets some yeah someone some of it blew over my way i think that's how billionaires should die like video game characters where like all their money like, just explodes from their body like sonic yeah why not yeah i agree He's like a toxic th- gamer or something, right? That's his vibe. <laughs> yeah, a toxic gamer Republican. We've talked about him too long. We need to. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is he's he's invading our brains. We need to stop the recording before he gets too We've far in there. Okay. <laughs> uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, it's it's great to have have you back, Mateo. I missed you. I missed uh, you too. Uh, thanks for listening everyone I've been Cassidy I've been Mateo see you later bye bye dream of me my angel dream